0: So hi.
1: Three, two one, hello everyone and welcome back to the Second Estate. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer.
2: I'm Hannah Seymour and in today's episode, we're discussing Facebook's upcoming name change, the the rise of the celebrity YouTube channel and the new season of Netflix show You. Uh, We'll be doing that last segment with a very special guest, Slime's new Roman, also known as Ben Elibucci, who you may know from his extremely famous TikTok account.
1: Yes. So yeah. Um, Um, I just wrote down like some... Because sometimes Hannah and I don't know what to say to each other at the start of episodes. I have some, some um, things to say too. Yeah, we we, I, we write down notes so we don't forget. Um, and I just wrote down, uh, "We are free."
2: Oh yes, yeah. yeah,
1: that's that's it.
2: We are well and truly well, not that free, yeah. but like definitely, we're not in lockdown anymore. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, if you're not from Australia, you might not know that Melbourne's been in lockdown for the longest time out of mm. any city in the world yeah and so we've just finally come out um but yeah uh she's good it's great i also have some random things to say i feel like okay. we used to always be able to riff at the beginning of episodes but yeah. now i feel like we really have run out of things to say
1: probably because we've done it so many times yeah. no i, I w- can oh. i could i couldn't riff on the queen's health oh yeah at the moment okay. i'm just worried about it
2: i'm i am too i think I- she deserves to make it to 100
1: Fuck yeah. Also it's her <laughs> you, Jubilee. Obviously. Like obviously she does. the Queen Mother lived past hundred, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and um it's her it's her platinum jubilee. Is that what it, that's what the oh, seventy year is? I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's what it is. But which is next year. That's if what you celebrates. Don't know, no one that knows, celebrates so. seventy years on the throne. I'm just worried and like I might we discussed this actually, but I thought that I could potentially send a letter like just to her sort of team and stuff at the palace, just expressing like I've seen her working a lot. Like we're talking post post Philip's death, may he rest in peace. Pre jubilee, like COVID is still around. She's you know she's a, an amazing stoic, hardworking woman, but she's not immune to a virus, and she could go down quite easily. And you know she's started walking with a cane. Uh, which really was very difficult for me to see. I'm I'm sure many of her people, who we all are, as she is our sovereign, um, uh, feel the same way. And, I, yeah, I've just been really emotional about it and I want to write to them and just say, like, I think we would all feel more comfortable if they sort of just scale back her um, public commitments and stuff in the lead up to the Jubilee so she's able to do that with full health and, you know, to give her a bit more time to mourn the loss of her husband as well.
2: Amen. Yeah. Also, you think like most 95-year-olds are not being a Worth- sovereign like mm-hmm. her and working that Correct. much. So I agree. I, yeah. She
1: deserves to chill the fuck out for the yeah. next five years of, of her life. But yeah. it, she's very, you know. it's A country before person. That's always what she's been. Duty first always. Then that's I'm- why. <laughs> we have so much respect. Um, <laughs> people are going to immediately tune out. People, uh, if anyone hasn't noticed,
2: Sarah really loves the Queen. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, my, one of my then. things that I wrote down is that I've just toned my hair because every time nice. we do the podcast, yeah. my hair my is blonde at the ends and it always looks really yellow in the camera.
1: Oh, it's probably my so color correction.
2: It's probably, anyway, which is fine. So I've toned it to try and <laughs>
1: – he tones it more yellow yeah, <laughs> fucking me, to fucking you Fuck out, with but. me. No, but
2: my purple shampoo, every time I use it, which is not very often – The brand. Uh, or like it's a purple pur- shampoo. So right. you use a purple shampoo when you're blonde. It's like okay. to tone it. Yeah. And I, I get – the stuff I have is like yeah. from Chemist Warehouse, which uh, not Chemist Warehouse, Hair House Warehouse. So it's like yeah. proper hairdresser stuff. It's yeah, because like, the cheap stuff doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, yeah. But every time I use it, it smells like sausages, and that I know so that's really like meat sausages or veggie sausages. Sausages. Do you want to smell my head? Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Not really. It just smells I, like shampoo to me, or it like it smells like, like, like dresser shampoo to but me. But it's
2: something about it that gives me. I put it on, and I just for the rest of the day, I will just get watts <laughs> of like sausage, sausage sizzle, and it's not not like good sausages, not like not a bit, bunnings, not bunnings right. sausage sizzle. It's like off sausages. Like I, I don't. That, it's it doesn't really smell weird. like that to me. If that, I helps don't know if it's you. off because I've had it for quite a while. Oh, the product itself. Maybe the product's
1: off, and when it goes off, it starts to smell. Like right? Sausages. No, it Maybe. doesn't. It doesn't smell like that to me. So I don't like, no, like worry about that. It, it's no, it's not even
2: that I'm worried that it smells. It's just like it, I get wafts
1: of it, and it really it makes me feel a bit sick. <laughs> it throws um, you off. Yeah, you're so not yeah. A, you're not a meat eater, so I guess that would be. But
2: No, I think it's like off sausages. Even yeah. if I, oh, wor- I like, like the smell of sausages. Yeah,
1: right, um, right. They've been in the fridge for a bit too long. Yeah. Um, yeah, the
2: other that's before We actually. Oh,
1: perfume by Hannah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> off sausage.
2: <laughs> um, off sausage. It's delicious. So if anyone yeah. ever meets me in person and I smell like that, you'll know I've just toned my hair. Yeah. Um. I also wanted to say another thing. Mm. Um. I saw a comment this morning on one of our TikToks that said, "It was you talking, and it's yeah. me responding to you." Yeah, yeah. And as we've both discovered, we both, when the other is talking, go yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I just did. Yeah. Constantly, yeah, we yeah. both do it, and it's. We're both listening to each other, engaging. It's not. I I can't help it. Hundred percent. I do the same thing, and so you were doing that. I'm going. Yeah. And some girl commented, going, "This whole clip looks like a reenactment of when I'm telling my boyfriend something about my day, and he's completely uninterested." (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "I was like, but I genuinely was listening." But it looks like I'm being like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah like sometimes can I condense up, like- the
1: clips as well and I have to cut to you when I'm talking or vice versa to uh-huh. me when you're to- talking to get out of like an awkward cut that would be obvious that it's okay. a condensed version of what we were saying so I have to cut to us and sometimes we both look like we're not really listening when I make the cut. <laughs> yeah. Um and so and silence so I'm just like, do I go and find another bit where we're actually looking like we're actively listening? I'm like, no, I don't have time. <laughs> it so doesn't I, matter. I, I never just... think
2: and they they do well on TikTok. I never think of yeah. it. When she said it, I was like, oh
1: my God, I never even no, realized that. we yeah. we but, but I think it's because otherwise when you're just talking like On a Well, anyone can probably relate to this. When you're, like, giving your opinion on something and you're not getting any sort of, like, response. feedback. Feedback to what you're saying, you become less and less confident in what you're saying. So, like, that's why we both do it to each other so the other person feels like, yes, keep going, you're making a valid point. Totally. Otherwise, it's like, I don't know, (laughs) you sit there and you feel sort of um, self-conscious or something about what you're saying. Sometimes I go silent because I'm like,
2: I... Don't want to do it too much or I don't want to interrupt. No, what no, you're saying. no, for sure. So, but then other times I'm just going,
1: yep, yep, yep. I think <laughs> so also I it's very American to not like do that when people are talking. I've noticed, they've, I feel like every time I hear Americans talk, they don't. I mean, some of them probably do the hype up, like, yeah, 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 totally whatever, like we do. But they're very good at like finishing a sentence whereas we're not very like i feel like australians or at least (laughs) we do not finish sentences women in australia aren't very good at finishing sentences like we just kind of uh, believe st- in the women affect. are very stupid. So. Yeah, exactly right. We yeah. believe in the affect of a finished sentence. We don't need to actually do it. Like we're <laughs> just like they'll they'll sort of put it together. again. Yeah. We, we have they'll a high
2: high expectation of other people's intelligence. Totally. Yeah. Um, Should we yeah. start the episode? Yeah. Okay. So first up, Facebook is going to be changing its name. Um, This coming week, I believe on the 28th, so in a few days, um, because of its renewed focus on building the metaverse. So Facebook is currently the name of the company that owns uh, social media platforms, Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook. They also own Oculus, which makes VR goggles um, and several other companies. Now there will be a new name for this umbrella company that will reflect the fact that they don't want to be known as a social media company company they want to be known as a metaverse company um and experts have also speculated that facebook is changing its name as part of a broader attempt to distance itself from its controversies and declining public trust in the company um to start, I might just divine what the metaverse yeah. is.
1: So <laughs> into, into the
2: spider-verse. The spider-verse, yeah. <laughs> so this is a quote from Vanity Fair that I thought put it well. The term metaverse was first coined in Snow Crash, a science fiction novel published in 1992 in which author Neil Stevenson imagines a world where humans as avatars interact with each other and are and other artificially intelligent versions of people, almost bots, if you will, in an online virtual world that has been built to resemble the real world. So VR, goggles, that type of shit. It's the idea of like physically going into the internet and having uh, embodied experiences of the internet rather than like going on your phone and going on Facebook or Instagram. So there's a lot of different ways that the metaverse could manifest, but that is Facebook's new focus um
1: so in terms i guess like just for people who who don't know as much about it because when i first like read about it i immediately envisioned like we're little sims running around controlling ourselves as little sims going about tasks well i think
2: i think it will be have you seen ready player one no that is so ready player one if anyone's seen it it's it's basically, it's, it's kind of like your Second Life, which was a game that came out yeah, of. I know, yeah, I know. This Vanity Fair article mentioned Second Life, which came out in the early 2000s. Yeah. It wasn't what the metaverse is because techno- technology just wasn't there yet. Yeah. But it's basically like anytime um, people wear VR goggles and like the hands, and eventually we'll probably have suits that we get into, you will be embodied with an avatar where you, it'll be in a world that virtually you can't separate what it looks like from the real world. So it will literally look
1: and feel like the real world. That's so the like idea. So I'd put on goggles, VR goggles, and where we're sitting right now would just yes. be exactly the same. Well, that's that's the idea. Or would it be like a cartoon version?
2: At the moment, what yeah. they've got, so there's Facebook owns Horizons um, or Facebook Horizons I as it's called. I saw that, but that
1: looked like Simpsons Hit and Run. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so I it's like really Roblox, confused. which
2: was originally created by Oculus, which is a VR right. Company that Facebook bought in 2014. Um, but that's where it's at now. I think that's yeah. sort of like, and it currently, Horizons is in like its beta form. It hasn't even been released yet. And that looks like, um, what's the, looks like Minecraft kind of. Yeah. It's like Yeah, blocks. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think eventually the metaverse is meant to be very realistic. And to the point
1: where it looks photo real inside the same yes, room that you're yeah. in.
2: And that you will be able to have real embodied experiences in a
1: virtual reality. I don't like it. I'm I don't sorry. like it either. And like, would you be able to like, so say I've got my like V, I don't know how much you actually know about this. I'm just asking for the sake of curiosity. Um, But so, so say I put my VR goggles and fucking suit on for some yeah. reason, I don't just walk into the physical actual shop that is around the corner from my house and I, do it in my head while playing on my VR goggles like I don't even want to talk about the mechanics of how I make my character walk through this virtual reality (laughs) but like anyway my character is walking through this virtual reality and like I exit my home and I walk down the street to the shop and I buy something from a shop in in an exchange with a shopkeeper, like I go to in Kohl's. In the metaverse? In the metaverse, do I go to Coles or do I just like transport myself to Kohl's and then shop there? But it's online, so I'm not physically. It's online. You're not gonna be physically walking down the street. Like there might be
2: augmented reality, which look, I don't know quite enough about augmented reality. Like virtual it's, reality. Yeah, I don't know. So if you were to go to Kohl's in the metaverse, what yeah. would happen is you're gonna feel like you're at Kohl's, you're gonna pick all your things, but you're not gonna be able to actually get any of them immediately. Like if you physically It'll come go to Kohl's, uh, you're Kohl's probably online gonna. Order. Exactly. Same but with. I'm like, gonna
1: be like a little character. In Coles, like picking yes, up. Yes, it'll be like going to Coles. It's just tomato. you will
2: You'll put them all through the checkout, pick the ones you want or whatever. I mean, I'm I'm guessing that this is what it will be like based on what I've read. But Obviously, in, I'm not a Metaverse expert. Just
1: go to Coles. Yes. Okay. But the other <laughs> thing is, it's like end it's of, like online end of questions,
2: <laughs> online shopping where you like can go to Glassons and try on the clothes and shit. Trying
1: on clothes is the only thing I can. But about. it will be yeah. an
2: online order, so that you'll you'll order the clothes yep. and they'll get sent to you. I person so to get back to the Facebook name change, okay, so they yeah, are, sorry. They, no, 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 you're fine. There was speculation even that they're going to, like it's being very tightly kept. It's a tightly kept secret in terms mm-hmm. of what the name is going to be. There was speculation that it would actually just be called Metaverse, um, which Horrifying. is whatever. But that, the idea is that, um, that this is the company that it wants to be. Yeah. You also, I think, might be able to like interact with the Metaverse on your phone and shit as well.
1: Like, I can play a character on my phone.
2: I'm not sure. But, like, no, the, I'm not sure. There's just, you're going to be able to, like, interact with it in different ways. I think I personally, like, it's funny because in so many different, um, like, the metaverse came from science fiction, as so yeah, many yeah. of the things that we've actually got right. now come yeah. from science fiction because yeah. it's what human beings speculate and want to happen. But in so many of these books, and, and this is from the Vanity Fair article as well, is the way that the, um, I'll quote from Vanity Fair but the way that the metaverse is um, written about is not that it's a happy place it's often just portrayed as a dystopia run by one megalomaniac who was hell bent on ruling over everyone in society and doing so through the technology he runs not too dissimilar to a certain someone who may change his company's name to metaverse next week and the thing is is it sounds quite cool when you read about it but Ultimately, most of the writers who came up with these ideas were not suggesting that these would be fun, cool ways for
1: society to head. That's literally Mm. what I wrote down. I was like, I know I sound like a boomer, but like at what point does this stop? Because like every Mm -hmm. single sci-fi movie, the overarching lesson of every sci-fi movie is like men shouldn't play God. And it like, do you know what I mean? It You know, it destroys the human part of humanity if you continue to like push technology to the furthest limits. And so, you know, I understand that like... There have been amazing uh, advancements in history and technology that have improved the human experience, like the wheel or electricity, you know, things like that. But like, never has there been, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I don't think there has ever been in the world a period of time where technological advancements have got to the point of fragmenting and altering reality. I guess they've changed reality, but I don't, I don't think we've had quite the same. improved the quality of life. We could turn a light switch on rather than having candlelight. We could, you know, like use a phone. We can, yeah, drive a car, things that improve. But they've never changed physically what you could see or choose to see in front of you. You could only ever see what was real. I, I think you real. could probably argue that they've augmented reality in some ways in that like but way reality, light
2: does. That's what I mean. But like like it's I, altered, it, but it, I th- I would argue that social media and our phones is an augmented reality, yes, or, or a virtual I would. That's reality. A, yeah, that's really. what I would argue. But that that's, 100%. I
1: think that that's the internet, and that's the, that that's think, why I'm saying what's the end point of that? Like, because that totally. is an alternate reality. Well,
2: that's why I get scared. We're all gonna be like the people in the wall in Wally. Yeah, yeah. I like know. I genuinely, and I'm somebody who's generally pretty. I mean, I I work in marketing. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, but I also, for me, looking at this, particularly because it's. Mark Zuckerberg, and as mm. most people know, he's not a good guy. Mm. Um, and Facebook, like I mentioned earlier, has been under a lot uh, under a lot of scrutiny because of their quite um, aggressive data harvesting tactics and how they yeah. want to know literally everything about us. Yeah. But I suspect that the virtual world, the social world that will be created by them, will be one extremely addictive totally. and likely even far more sinister in terms of harvesting our data than the it's current social media platforms are because it will literally be us much more in, like ingrained into how we actually mm. behave and from my perspective it, this is the beginning of the end I know I completely <laughs> so, I agree is, I think yeah
1: I wrote down that I was like I you know I know it's gonna seem like kind of fun and harmless at like when it launches and I feel like the technology might even seem a little bit like clunky or something. So we're sort of lulled into this false sense of security and then we're going to just get like slowly more and more addicted to it. Um, I don't know. It's just this idea that our eyes can't look up and be disconnected from it. That's what's terrifying. I know you can take the fucking VR goggles off, but to have your vision, your hearing, you know, all your senses completely encompassed by another reality that is fucking terrifying to me because yes I agree phones have completely altered our version of reality or at least human uh human to human interaction but to take it a step further, and and to not be able to just like if you if you're like having a moment on a phone where you're you know uh, feeling like you're sucked into it or whatever, you can physically look up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to be staring at it. There is like a world, a world around you that keeps you grounded in the moment. But to have like goggles and fucking headphones and shit, I just, I don't know. It's just like yeah, it, it takes it to this level that I'm so uncomfortable with, and I'm sure life is going to be like we're talking about in like you know 20 30 years the one thing that i think will be good about it and i've actually feel like i've said this before maybe on the podcast is i can't wait till technology gets to the point where you can try clothes on physically <laughs> on online yeah but that's pretty much it like which is what know. i think this will yeah. give us that
2: but at what cost um, yeah exactly i i agree i think like you know the reality is like what's happened with Facebook and Instagram is that mm. it starts off as this um, thing where people want to try it out and everyone starts adopting it and then eventually you get to the point where you can't really opt out and if you yeah. do, you are sacrificing something. Yeah, and I think right. that <clears throat> this will end up like that. The The other thing that I foresee as an issue, another show that kind of um, deals with this, I can't remember the name, but in it a guy ends up um, – the he ends up he's the guy from um the Duff or what it's it called? The, the dump Yeah, yeah, ugly yeah. Fat yeah, room. yeah. And he it's a world where when you die, your soul um, can be uploaded into a virtual reality. I can't. Not, not like the that, name. not it's the really Black good.
1: Mirror Sand, you know not No, that. no, but it's it's like a Black
2: Mirror show, but it's just the full okay, show. Gotcha, gotcha. And I will remember the name. But anyway, in this yeah. show, you're basically like anyone who wants to be uploaded into this virtual World. reality yeah. where you die when you die it's like the difference between what you can afford is really huge so people who are very poor oh, right. end up in these rooms where they only get a certain amount of data per day and then they're frozen <laughs> and if you're super rich you get to live yeah. in like paradise essentially so I guess the other thing is if this becomes and this is very pessimistic and like looking really mm. far forward but even now like obviously the different experiences that people have on the internet, based on the device they have access to, which is based on their means. But if virtual reality becomes something that like you can't opt out of, like if you're expected to be able to go certain places for work or whatever in this virtual reality and you can't afford the devices that you need to have as enriched experiences or whatever, like I can just see. No, totally. I can, I can see, see the like well. the financial divide for certain people because most people, it's going to be fucking expensive when it first yeah, of course, starts. Eventually, yeah. there will obviously be cost-effective options, just yeah. like with smartphones. But
1: no, I, I think you're I just, completely right. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I I also think like you know, there's so much said nowadays about like mental health and how we have to acknowledge people and help people with mental health stuff. And I'm like, do do we want to provide people at a time in which it seems like there's been a proliferation of mental health struggles probably because of like political climate, um, social climate, et cetera, et cetera. Like do we want to provide people with a fucking alternate, alternate reality to escape to and never learn to deal with like just regular interactions in life or regular like parts of connecting with people. Like I feel like being able to hide behind like a digital version of yourself to carry out things like work or social activities or like even, you know, shopping. I don't know. Like I don't know how far this will go and what stage it will be, but I'm like it's going to fucking alter people's behavior and it's going to make them like nervous wrecks to like be interacting in the real world because it's so much easier to do something behind – I don't know when it's not. Well, you you really... get to, I think the other thing is it's an avatar. So you'll
2: likely be able oh, to choose exactly, yeah, exactly what you look like and how you want to present. I mean, it's, the, I just think with all of this stuff, like, um, it, it's, it honestly feels like we just don't really have any control because the people who, who have the money and who are mm. controlling things, Mark Zuckerberg are going to fund this and this is what yeah. will happen. And I think like, whether we like it or not, the internet has to continue to evolve, technology has to continue to evolve, yeah. and um we'll just
1: We're just along for the fucking ride. We're along it's for the cool. ride. Literally, that's yeah,
2: how I cool. feel. Like I, I used to feel really I'm just like at this point, I'm like Well this is, it is what it is. It is what it is and mm. we'll probably like it's so I'm if, like, will we just all die off? I
1: I, don't know. I wonder if there'll just be a great swing back against all of it at some point. I wonder if it will just Yeah go like too far, and they'll just be like. We need a to revolt against tech companies. Oh fuck! Oh yeah, we fucking do. Anyway, we should probably right, move on. Let's move on. Um, okay, so this week we wanted to bring you out, uh, bring our own story to the table because we've both noticed an interesting trend occurring throughout the last few years. If you frequently watch YouTube videos like we do, like we do, you may also have noticed this phenomenon on the site. It's something that started as a bit of a novelty, but it's becoming more and more normal, and that is the celebrity YouTube channel. Uh, We're talking to people who get famous from acting or singing or just generally outside of the internet and then start their own YouTube channel with the typical explanation being to connect more closely with their fans. Uh, Today, we want to discuss, discuss why so many celebrities have pivoted to this kind of content creation, why YouTube specifically, and also our favorite celebrity YouTube channels. Hannah, why YouTube? I think ultimately it's to make money. 100%. (laughs) Um, Just to say that (laughs) right off the... End of story. End of segment.
2: Um, No, I think think YouTube specifically more than other platforms such as Instagram or TikTok, one, it's shown its longevity. Mm -hmm. Um, People really love YouTube. I love YouTube and I love engaging with long form content. I think ultimately it gives an opportunity to people to monetize their online presence in a way that other platforms don't. You can yeah. have sponsors and also you just earn money from views on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, totally. Um, and in addition to that, I think obviously in the case of um, people who may not be able to get quite the same amount of work that they once <laughs> that they once had. Um, Definitely. Christy Carlson Romano. Oh,
1: most of them, to be honest. Most uh, of them.
2: Well, there's like Will Smith and stuff on there. Like there's some oh, big yeah. – it's an opportunity. They give
1: up quite quickly.
2: Yeah, it's an <laughs> opportunity to make money off their dwindling fame yeah, or yeah. even to make themselves a name for themselves as a creator rather than having to work hard to get roles. Somebody like mm-hmm. Christy Carlson Romano, as funny as her channel is, yeah. she's now kind of become an influencer. Totally. And is able to make an income purely through her own means. Mm. It gives people also more control over their own. bit more agency. Income. Yeah, exactly. Rather than
1: having to be like being in Hollywood, fucking working long hours trying to make it happen. Yeah. And and not potentially not getting, you know, the amount of work that they anticipated they would get. I, I wrote down that I think like 90% of celebrities making YouTube videos seemed like they had like a meeting with their, business manager and their publicist and they were told that basically like after your run on X teen show, you may struggle to get more roles and you need to act now to solidify like an alternative revenue stream um, uh, before your relevance dries up, which is like, I mean, what's her name? Shay... Shay, Shay Mitchell, Mitchell Madeline Madeleine um, Madeline, Madeline, yeah, Madeline, yeah, yeah. that Riverdale girl, Pretty yeah. Little Liars um, actress as well. She's and, not like, Pretty Little Liars, no, Shay Mitchell. Oh, 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 oh. sorry, Apologies, but yeah, yeah, I um, no, but it seems to be a kind of common theme that they they start. Even Zach Efron in well, that he's, he hasn't he like did like twelve videos and then like hasn't made one. Oh, since. hasn't he? Oh, yeah, I, I haven't think, really looked. I, well, I also like I was just like it seems like what stumps them. Um, and why so many of them probably end up starting them like particularly Zach Efron and then just like forgetting about them um, is because like it's actually kind of difficult to come up with different fucking content totally. every week um, and they're used to like acting or singing where they're just kind of told what to do like yeah. they get their script and they learn their lines and they go to set and they deliver yeah. their performance whereas like YouTube's like what's your video today guys yeah like and I- and their social or their assistant probably like is doesn't have the authority to be like, we got a film today, Zach. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I don't know.
2: No, I did read some of those listicles that were like celebrities with the YouTube channels. Yeah. Um, and I some of them I didn't fact check. I didn't fact check Zach Efron. I checked a couple. There was one Maisie Williams, I think. the Oh, was the that Game name? of Thrones girl. Yeah. She also had like a few videos four years ago. It yeah. like, doesn't count as an active YouTube <laughs> yeah, channel. yeah. No, I think with someone like Madeleine Pitch, hmm. she's a really good example because she actually uses YouTube like a
1: YouTuber. Well, she edits her own videos. But does I'll she? Look, yeah, I'm Interesting. pretty sure because, because I've, I've watched a few and it's like cuts to her editing being like, ha, I forgot to say this and then goes Oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, maybe she does, maybe it's all for show. But I was going to
2: say like the barrier to entry is also perhaps lower than TikTok in some ways because mm-hmm. people like Shay Mitchell and Madeline Petch, who are obviously quite – they probably, I mean, I think Madelaine Petch probably watches YouTube videos from yeah, what yeah. you can see well, from their videos. She's her like channel. our age, so yeah. I feel like she probably So yeah. she's just vlogging. Like they're just yeah, making, yeah. it's not, they're not doing a Zach Everyone thing where they're trying to make a series. Work workout just, with me, every yeah. single
1: one of them love a workout video. Right, they're, right. All they're do just, that. some yeah. of them have
2: workout ones, she does, but a lot of hers are just literally like a day on, what I eat in a day, a day on set yeah. on Riverdale. Like it's, ve- the, she can just get her fucking camera out or whatever yeah, and start filming yeah. herself. And most of them, because I think also originally, like 10 years ago, YouTube, yeah. on YouTube, it was kind of expected that the videos were relatively lo-fi and that you edited them yourself.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um,
2: Because it was just normal people and you're engaging mm. that way. Now it's sort of assumed even YouTubers who started from the bottom. Yeah. They have editors, yeah, videographers. So it doesn't and stuff. bother people as much to hear that if a celebrity's come on and they're
1: filming themselves, that they're getting someone else to edit. No, not at all. So, yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think that that's that's um that makes sense completely. I think the ones who have the sort of more, uh, the one the ones who will last the longest or have get the most out of their YouTube channels are the ones though that. Clearly engage with the platform like Christy Carlson Romano understands a fucking video title. She, does. she really understands like how to title a YouTube video, and she gets a thumbnail and she understands sort of just like the campness of the content. Why is she just walking through the woods? <laughs> I, all her, okay, the, the context of people, Christy Carlson Romano was um on Even Stevens with Shia LaBeouf and she was the voice of Kim Possible. Um, and she was like a Disney star sort of when she was younger. Anyway, all of her videos are titled things like How Katy Perry Got My Record Deal and she launches into a story that – like, how I lost, sorry, another yeah. one. How I lost the Princess Diaries to Anne, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. They're all things like this. Like um, how I lost all my money, <laughs> why I don't talk to Shia LaBeouf anymore. <laughs> like everything's like that. But it's also like when she launches into the story, it's a completely mundane story. Totally. It's just like, oh, yeah, Anne Hathaway and I were both at the Princess Diaries audition and she got the role. No, it's not, that, like It's just like, oh. In that, like, she took yeah. this whole – I watched it earlier yeah, today. Yeah. She did this whole
2: thing about how – her and Anne Hathaway went up mm. for some Broadway show and yeah. she got the role, as you, yes, Christy. Christy got it. And then years later, when they were older, yeah. she couldn't, she was filming Even Stevens or something, and yeah. the princess diaries thing and she was like how me and anne hathaway look really similar blah blah blah. and she she, loved to bang on about that she did and then she couldn't go to the princess diaries audition and that's why she didn't get the role yeah like they're (laughs) always really and she always same with Katy perry like Katy perry got the thing and i'm sure it was because of xyz no like no not got no ill feelings against the girl i'm like something tells me you have ill feelings (laughs) against all these people since you seem to think you missed out only because you couldn't go to the audition. Yeah, and Other, it's like, because oh. and it felt like with that story, yeah. she was like, "Well, b- considering I got a role over her earlier in our careers, mm. it's pretty clear I would have gotten the role." Yeah, we were pretty
1: like- evenly matched. <laughs> yeah. And like, she oh, like, she's yeah. she's very entertaining.
2: Uh, she's but the great. comments are so
1: positive. No, everyone's like, "Wow, Christy, what an interesting window into the industry." <laughs> I'm like, "What the?" F- fuck like all she said is we went to an audition it wasn't like there was a backroom deal done because she was signed to a multi-picture deal I know. and therefore like it was just like everything is so mundane and so funny and like but it's her just in full active wear kind of full glam almost 100%. a lot of she's them got makeup, makeup on, hair like... done and she's just like storming through the woods <laughs> 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 to- <laughs> Still, like, being like <laughs> oh, why so hillary duff and i aren't close friends and it's just I nothing can't. it's just like oh we just didn't see each other that much on set <laughs> that was it. Like I just, anyway, you know what? Good, good on you, Christy. Um, can I just say before before we finish and move on? Um, the the weirdest person to make a YouTube channel is Brie Larson. Does she have a YouTube channel? And she like <gasps> reasonably? No, she yes, doesn't. we're talking Captain Marvel, Oscar winner Brie Larson has a YouTube channel and like kind of actively posts things like I'm my nighttime right routine and like I'm going to become a van lifer. Like I like it's. I actually have a feeling. I don't know. People might. People probably know this, but she got sort of uh, audiences to yes, like yes. her when she played Captain Marvel because she was like quote unquote unlikable. And people I, and fucking people hated her. Hated her.
2: They came for. her. and I remember watching all these interview
1: edits, yeah. and it really upset
2: me because I quite like Brie Larson. Well, I think
1: she's a great actress. Yeah. I found her choice. I actually did think her choice, the way that she played played Captain Marvel in that movie, was. A bit bizarre, and like a little bit—I don't know. <laughs> it was a little bit standoffish and weird. But it was like I don't hate her. That she's wasn't even my people hated
2: her. They—I yeah. ha- felt that, that they just that hate her personality because of her interviews. And I kind of yeah. got the vibe from her that like it probably wasn't a particularly because um, you watch her in other interviews and yeah. she wasn't quite like that. Yeah. And I almost think that she's probably was uncomfortable or defensive or whatever. Yeah. Going into such a huge movie who role, knows? I don't but know. But she definitely
1: didn't deserve. Oh, no, no, she got. but I have a feeling like – I mean, I who knows, but you. I feel like yeah. maybe her team would literally like to her, hey – maybe to, like, get on people's level and be a bit more likable, you should start a YouTube channel. But also she's such a big – like, she is legitimately a big fucking actress. She is not, like, a small fry actress. She could so have not done Her that. team, I doubt, would actually say something like that. Like, no, I really I'm, don't think they would. She
2: didn't need to do this. Like, no. she's so – I'm just, like, looking through the mirror. You know, now. she
1: w- isn't, wasn't – like, didn't rap Pretty Little Liars five years ago and hasn't got a role since. You know, she's, like, literally an Oscar winner, literally Captain Marvel, like, currently Captain Marvel. I don't know. I'm just, like <laughs> – it's funny. It was which, weird.
2: I totally agree. Sorry, she with Shay Mitchell and like other yeah. actresses like that. Shay Mitchell, I think, is a great example because she's very much like still in the zeitgeist. Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. it's through the fact that she has a YouTube channel and she's kind she of keeps become, her name up there. She's beca- I think, by doing that, including yeah. Christy Carlson Romano, by creating a YouTube channel yeah. and remaining very much at the forefront of people's yeah. minds. By even though they're not showing up in shows, they're yeah. creating content they end up having more relevance yeah. than they otherwise would have if they'd like kept their d- dignity you, and not no, started it. No, it's true it. though. Like
1: their, their, yeah. their, their managers were right. Hundred- their publicists were right. Like it, it was something yeah. that they benefited from greatly and like Definitely. the ones who kept up with it and like actively did it Definitely. will be much better off. Like I'll be very interested to see like what the girl who plays Veronica on on Riverdale does post-Riverdale and what, um Madeline whatever her name is Pitch. um who plays Cheryl do you think uh, uh, what do you think Riddell? sorry to yeah. interrupt you but um Lily Reinhart she seems to be getting roles i think she'll, she she cuz she did Hustlers i think yeah. she probably will out of all of them probably be the one that moves on to at least yeah. do a couple of film roles yeah anyway um,
2: should we uh oh before we move on yep. to our next exciting segment uh, this episode was brought to you by the 2006 novel Grace's Turn, penned by none other than Christy Carson Romano.
1: She's a quadruple threat she actor. She's like a singer, six-tuple threat. Like she is YouTuber, dancer, author, Anne Hathaway. Dog-alike. <laughs> yeah. She does everything. She does. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Oh, enjoy this next bit. This isn't the end of the episode. Sorry. Yeah, just stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Season three of You just dropped on Netflix, the psychological thriller comedy show starring Penn Badgley as the obsessive romantic who has an affinity for murder. To discuss the show and why we are so obsessed with the archetype of the hot serial killer is a dear friend of ours who we hope to include on a semi-regular basis on The Second Estate, which we didn't discuss earlier, but... I think will be a fine point to it's make. Fine, um, I guess. Yep. Uh, anyway, we're going to have him on to discuss and review things. It is our friend who is a writer, performer, podcast host, and micro-influencing TikToker. <laughs> um, micro. You may know him best as Slime's micro. new Roman. It's Ben illabucci <laughs> Thank you so Woo! much for having me, guys. We're Welcome, Ben. Thank you. Home. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Ben, because you're here today to discuss you on yeah. netflix i guess the first question is are you a fan of the show
0: i love the show it's one of my favorite shows of all time genuinely really uh, yeah genuinely up there with the sopranos honestly like oh my god i think joe goldberg is up there with tony soprano as one of the most interesting <laughs> characters. bullshit really, I, really oh. I, I think he's so interesting i think there's so wow. many layers to him i dissect him in my head the same way i do with tony <laughs> can i just say before we start sarah you look amazing oh th-
1: thank you no, you do really look amazing. Oh, thank though. you. Everybody at the table looks amazing.
2: Uh, no, I think mostly mm-hmm. you. No, you've you really
1: because I got a tan. No, you well, got a tan. tan. Yeah. You got your brows done. Yeah, you're, you're looking really We very just beautiful. we just opened up, which I'm sure we'll probably discuss at the top of this episode, so people will be sick of it. But um, but yeah, so everybody's <laughs> in good spirits in Melbourne right now. Yeah. Um, times are high. And do you have a comment, Fana? She's just a good singer. Just, yeah, she's mm. move on. You know. Um, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I guess. To get back to the point, discussing <laughs> discussing you. Yeah. Do we want to sort of just talk quickly about maybe the show itself yeah. and the bits that we like about the show itself? Yes. And then we'll sort of delve into that idea of um the hot serial killer archetype yeah. uh, or whatever. Um, Hannah, have you managed – we're trying to make this spoiler-free sort of. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't know I think we literally spoilers. will have
0: to because, one, the th- I haven't finished the third season so I can't spoil it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You, I got, spo- we don't want to spoil it for you. No, so.
2: it's fine. I d- well, I kind of already knew half the stuff that happens. For- so yeah. We've really put in heaps of effort for this segment, everybody, because no- none of us have actually finished the third season. I, I did, but except yep. of
0: I'm watching Sarah. it alongside with Sony. <laughs> if it was me, I would have finished it the whole. Yeah. Night. Right. No.
2: But- so we didn't know we were doing this story until yesterday, and so I've I literally sat up till one a.m. cramming the second yeah. season in. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really think. I watched the first season. I was like, yeah, it's good. And then I tried to start watching the second season and initially I was like, oh, they're just kind of doing the same thing Mm -hmm. as the first season. And so I just got bored. So until I actually forced myself to watch it, it was definitely watching the second season that I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it really became good. The second
1: season turned it for me as well. I
0: liked it straight off the bat. I think think it's so clever. It's such a clever... All the choices are so interesting and funny and Mm. like... The fact that it visually looks like a romantic sort of show. Mm-hmm. It's like the beautiful vignette. and softly yeah, 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 lit. Yeah. And everyone looks beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. Penn Pen Badgley, of course, like great casting decision. Oh. Like, because just like taking him from a sh- schmaltzy kind of teen show. Yeah. And bringing him over as yeah. a Dan character kind of sets you up with expectations. That yeah. Are-
2: I think oh. it makes it more jarring to watch yeah. him because we all have these this love of him as yeah. an actor and his character. So yeah. seeing him be kind of like Dan, but in a more,
1: but obviously To the evil. nth degree, like take it to the <laughs> worst like, degree. Right. Yeah, it kind of, it gives you that, it kind of fucks with you. Yeah. Uh, I think as well, the awareness of like Penn Badgley as an actor, because I feel like so many of those like teen show actors have that tendency <sighs> to be like, Fuck that show that made me, but he kind of takes it and runs with it and acknowledges yeah. like, yeah, okay, it is Dan Humphrey mm. um in a parallel universe or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's cool that he obviously the show creators probably wanted that, but he runs with it as well. Like There's like an it's, awareness. Yeah.
0: I didn't I, I think I didn't know he was this good of an actor Same. until this He's show. Really he really good. pulls it off. Like mm. it doesn't come off as in ingenuine. Like it's yeah. it's mm. also other than his acting like visually mm-hmm. he's a good choice i heard like the the director or something Said something about the casting That is true Is that he Like from certain angles He's like Obviously a handsome man mm-hmm. But is it, there's like A weirdness no, about him
1: Yeah I fully wrote down Like yeah. there is a There's a Like from <laughs> one off. angle He looks like Really hot And yeah. from another angle He looks creepy Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, He's got I, those
0: like Jaw bones Yeah Like it's kind of If you really light chiseled, him From yeah. the wrong direction He looks like a skull Or something Yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Or, or like a sick. little yeah. bit Too
1: skinny Or a little yeah. bit Or whatever But then yeah. he looks Like a leading man From other Which is be- like So perfect It's kind of which can be
2: hot but also obviously in this particular character you're like it has this other sort of element yeah. to it. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. I um one thing I don't like about the character it other it gets into I think I don't know if it does it at all in season 1 but in season 2 it starts in season 3 it ramps it up like flashbacks The flashbacks, past. yeah. I like, I don't need to know why he is the way yeah. he is actually yeah. like not knowing. Yeah, you know. You know. Yeah. I think it, like I was it was interesting
2: especially in season 2. That's when they, I feel like, start doing that, and they also do it with love. Yeah, where they, mm. uh, it's the, almost no, like the, they're a trying... a character named Love, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's almost like because as people, we're all so obsessed with true crime, right? But because where because you kind of end up empathizing with these characters, yeah. and weirdly rooting for them, or not necessarily rooting for them, but you want the story to be propelled, so you kind of want yeah. wanting yeah. them to be protected or whatever. It's strange because it feels as though. The backstory thing is like trying to justify or yeah. explain their actions.
0: Well, I think that's like a layer to the show is that I don't know if it justifies it, but yeah. it is sort of it's sort of interesting to see how far you can make someone likable and mm, understand right. it before you think their actions how fucked up!
2: Because we think that regardless, but it's. it's Am I allowed just, to swear on this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> like, shh. <laughs> yeah, we
0: you. Yeah, and also I the flash I said cunt once, and, Whoa, like- right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Children, and I was like, "Whoa, all
0: right." No, I was like, "This is
2: podcast," and I didn't know if I could say it, um, but obviously, it well, it's. our, it's
1: our so podcast. Too. You can say whatever you want. I think the flashback uh, stuff kind
0: of slows it down a bit, and it's also, um, yeah, pretty. Typical uh-huh. Backstory yeah. stuff Like oh He had a bad childhood Yeah and it's Obviously like, okay. <laughs> He was
1: abandoned by Guess who yeah. His mother yeah. Like <laughs> there we go like, That's like kind of yeah. interesting
0: But if you I think it would have been For me more interesting If he mm. just like Sort of came from A normal-ish family yeah, totally The fact yeah. that he's like Was like an orphan mm-hmm. And went through ba- yeah. Like beaten and stuff It's like It doesn't Because I think the character Is so um, I haven't seen any I know a lot of shows And a lot of movies Try to do this yeah. The psycho that you relate to and i don't think any one of them has really nailed it the same way yeah i don't think like dexter? none of dexter he's still like a psycho it, like the, yeah. you, you you don't mm. have this relation to him you kind of go like it you're watching him do his thing whereas with joe you're, you're like him. Mm. you're like he's a with lot more ste-
2: sterile than joe because yeah. with joe you feel as though he genuinely has this love for these women like you yeah. feel his emotions whereas dexter felt more like Emotionless. He felt yeah. more psychotic. You
0: like- watch Dexter. I think you're along. You're doing it with Joe when you watch with. Yeah, Joe.
1: totally. Well, do you think that the internal monolo- monologue, like, because a big part of the, I don't know if I never watched Dexter. I don't he know. He had it. It's a thing. very really the similar. internal
2: monologue. I feel like they intentionally borrowed right. from. Dexter.
1: but
0: Dexter borrowed that from American Psycho. Yeah, right. Right. Like, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Um, I think like that. To me, I usually hate that trope. I usually find I it's it such a cop out. The <laughs> like internal monologue of the main character happening, like in in most contexts in film, I find it a bit of a cop-out. It's like exposition for actors to sort of get away with like justifying, or characters get away with justifying choices and stuff where I I like much prefer having to like, I don't know, make up your mind as to why someone's done something. But in this show, because I think tonally, I don't know if you guys agree, but tonally it got it so right. It just like walks this really fine tightrope or something between being like, dramatic and sort of a, a thriller-esque type mm-hmm. thing and also being, like, quite funny. It's quite yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, like, I think because of that, you, you like, accept the weirdness of the, the internal monologue, like, mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's a part of it that I thought I would hate, but I actually quite enjoy yeah. it. Yeah,
0: I love it. His voice is completely different in the narration. Yeah. I don't know if that's a yeah. deliberate choice. It must be, but his... That, that slow kind of thing he mm, does yeah. and it's, it was you. Yeah. There's yeah. Something yeah, yeah, different. Like he sounds like a, a sly cat or something. I it love must it. Be, yeah.
2: it. Also, I guess it's probably how he kind of like thinks he is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um,
2: yeah. But no, that's, I think also with the com- comedic thing, I think part of it as well is that you kind of end up, the characters that he hates, like in the you second hate. season, mm-hmm. it's 40 um, and he's the fucking worst. And yeah. in the first season, you really dislike the best friend, Beck's best friend. And so I guess that's set up so that, like, him as a person, aside from all the killing...
1: (laughs) Yeah, no. He's
2: quite...
0: Well, he hates the people you hate. Exactly, Um And I think... I don't want to... Like, he's very, very relatable, and all the characters he doesn't like are related. I I think something the show hits on the head is very accurate representations of annoying people. Yeah. I feel like a lot of (laughs) shows, just like, I don't... Like, their their finger isn't on the pulse of Mm -hmm. what is annoying now. Yeah, 100%. like they'll they'll have like a a a douchebag who listens to like music from I don't know like the '80s or something. Yeah. Whereas now I feel like they really know what is in the zeitgeist totally. of what makes yeah. a person yeah. awful and it, it's not cringy
1: even in season three there's like an influencer sort of character because there's a lot of social media and every show like without without fail pretty much gets social media wrong yeah totally. that, this show um, and gets it, it gets 10 it pretty out of close 10. Yeah. right like the way that he like stalks people on social media and then like yeah in this third season there's like a mum blogger kind of character yeah. and it's like just kind of cringe enough but it still feels real, like a legit mumbo, because yeah. I feel like so many times everything's always just like hashtag wellness, yeah. hashtag fit mum. Like it's always yeah. just like this isn't actually like yeah. you know what I mean. People it
2: sounds feels that, like a like, yeah. you know bo- a middle aged or older man yeah. wrote the, yeah.
0: nun- the whoever is in or- charge of that part, like the cultural part, the writer or whatever mm. knows. I think they they totally. know their stuff.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think just talking about. Penn Badgley is like a casting choice and stuff, and this probably might get into a little bit of like um, our obsession with Mm. like serial killer men or find him hot or whatever. Um, I I guess this is an obvious question, but if he wasn't as physically attractive, if he didn't have that gossip girl background as like a, you know, hot actor, would Joe be would people like Joe still?
0: I honestly think this is controversial. I think yeah. they would still, yeah. in my opinion. Maybe if if he was hideously unattractive, I don't think so. But I think even... <laughs>
1: hideously? Like, I mean, like, like like you know, those actors man. who are just, like, yeah.
0: hideous. I think yeah. you make him even more normal. Yeah. I think people would still be... The thing about Joe, and I think the reason why... This is going to get real no, w- wanky on. and cerebral, but I feel like in culture... Um, the idea of true love, fated true love has like replaced, I don't know, like religion or something. Mm. Like it, it's, it, it cures death in movies. Yeah, yeah. It brings people back to life. <laughs> yeah, no, true. Um, it's like back in the olden days, if you did the right thing or a good person, you went to heaven. Now it's like, you, you're a good person. You do the right thing. Mm. You get true love. Yeah. That's how it works. So watching Joe, is sort of like, he's like a, re- like a religious zealot yeah. or something. Yeah. Like he's just, his religion is love. Yeah. And it's like cathartic to watch someone just like it's love like he, he yeah, he's yeah. doing his he's doing his fated duty to fall in love. So it's like it's more relatable than someone who's just like a serial killer. Like he doesn't he doesn't yeah. kill for fun. It's like no. he propels himself through the story and through his de- his destiny and yeah. it's really satisfying to see someone just like just cut through the obstacles. Like yeah. in real mm-hmm. life Maybe This is, might be telling on myself, yeah. but when you, you've been attracted to someone and there's just one person you know they might like more and you're just like, if that person just wasn't there... Yeah, they could just, just die. And just <laughs> yeah. die. Like I don't want to kill them, but yeah, like... Yeah. All, but if they got hit by a car...
2: Yeah, like, everything would like, be very helpful for me. My
0: <laughs> destiny of being with this yeah. person yeah. would be satisfied and fulfilled if this obstacle wasn't there. And I think he is like a manifestation of that no. feeling. And I think... It's just like really, you just go finally. Like, yeah. I think that's
1: a really good point. And I also think, like, in terms of, because it does have a little bit of teen, teen show melodrama about yeah, it, eh? and the part in teen shows that makes you so angsty, like as a teenager watching it, are the obstacles to the to the yeah. couple getting together right, and it's just how much it takes over your like mind when you're just like. Why, for me and Ben, it's um, Dan and Blair. Yeah, um, we are like Dan and Blair truthers out here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really like if that. Dan had um,
0: just killed Chuck, Chuck I'd be yeah, like, yes. yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, no, but it is just yeah. like, the, you know, the ob- oh, Chuck and Blair is a perfect example of a couple that always had like obstacles thrown up. And like every time there's a new thing, it was so angsty, it made you feel so, you know, um, up- upset as a viewer or whatever. And that like is what propelled the show. But it's also... The more, if it keeps going, it becomes quite annoying. Yeah. Like the star-crossed lover trope can go yeah. for two hours and in a movie, but the more it goes for season after season, it's it's boring. And then when you they do, you just want it to finally. You work. just want it to work, and then it, it, you know it's a it's a curse of every teen show with that kind of stuff. But like. I agree that the unique part about this is the audience satisfaction you get from the pace behind him just yeah. actually removing the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, actually, like, <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's no, you know, big dramatic fallout at the end of the season. It's just like, at the start of the episode, a person is in the way, and at the end of the episode, that They're person gone. is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting as
2: well when he finds out that love is also a serial I l- killer. I love, like, and, like, and yeah. how so suddenly he's disgusted by yep. her, and you realize yeah. that, like, I think part of it is one because he feels the need to, the person that he loves and he admires. He wants to be a good person because yep. it feels like mm-hmm. he's looking for that purity that he doesn't have yep. or that kind of like light that he doesn't have. And it's also with
1: novels as well. Here, yeah. totally, he yeah. wants yeah. he wants he's the, the love the to start. be perfect yes. or whatever.
2: No, and no. when he finds out that she isn't, I also think there's an element of um, because her motivation doesn't seem to be that necessarily the same as his like yeah. he feels as though mm. his death killing mm. is motivated by that end goal of love yeah. whereas he feels that hers is he not
0: it's not it's not justified, is not, it's yeah. not
1: justified even yeah, she's though she's just crazy she's yeah. actually well, crazy back, like,
0: back to the the thing i said about it being love being like religion mm. in that moment he finds out heaven isn't real like he, <laughs> he he's like <laughs> yeah. i did everything right i got the purse I, yeah. I did and i've gone here and heaven is not what i wanted yeah it's, and so it it's distressing for you. Yeah. Him yeah. To, Fuck, I wish the... you
1: guys had finished the third series because, like, there's yeah. a point I want to make off the back of this just about his relationship with love going forward in the show. How I'm much have you, you to spoil it? I don't, no, want, no, to spoil. I don't want to spoil it. Well, oh, well maybe we can but go silent much? for a bit and Sarah can <laughs> no, edit herself. <laughs> no, <into. laughs> it's just about, no, I don't want to spoil it for the listeners yeah. as well because I feel like it hasn't been out long yeah. enough. But how much have you
0: watched? I'm yet? up to, I, I don't want to spoil where I'm up to. I'll just say the words. Bow and arrow. Okay,
1: copy that. Yeah. Um, in the <laughs> yeah. in
0: the in the living room. Yeah,
1: yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am anyway. The but- know what that's no, but anyway, the um the there this isn't really a spoiler, but it like the third season tackles sort of more of his relationship with love because now he's like obviously stuck with her because she got pregnant. Um mm-hmm. at the end of the second season. Which yeah. sorry if you haven't seen the second season, but it just is Too gorgeous. late. Um and it deals with their relationship and the Uh, My sister watched it as well. We watched it together. And the first time I have been offside with Joe is how he is reacting to love because I think that... By the way, just keep reiterating this for people. Love is a a name of a character. Um, And Her and and her
0: brother are named after uh, tennis scores love and 40 40. love, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Anyway, but she... uh, And we also are discussing the concept of love, the emotion as well, but you'll figure it out. But so... And the show love, is called You.
0: you yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, you so can, when we say you, we're talking about open. the show. And when we talk yeah. about love, we're talking about the character or yeah, the feeling. Yeah. yeah. But anyway,
1: to- he's, um, he's sort of changing the way that he treats her or behaves around her because of this like revelation that she's not perfect. Because you spend, in the third season, you spend even more time with her as an individual character, not just through his lens. Right. Uh, and I think maybe towards. Like, the, I like that choice. Yeah. I like that choice as well. And because you spend more time with her, you have more viewer loyalty to her. So when he starts Mm. sort of changing the way he behaves around her, it is like the first time you are against Joe's behavior. At least I found that I was
2: like that. I agree. I felt offside with him as soon as he... Was rejecting love when she was yeah. confessing to Which me. is yeah. funny because
0: he's a murder, he's killed people. Yeah, before. find yeah. Max and we turn around. Like, that comes down to, like, yeah.
2: but you realize he with broke him- the narrative
0: rules and that's yeah, yeah. upsetting. Yeah, like- and you're like, <laughs> totally. And
2: you're also just like, it kind of weirdly gives me this, like, it's probably not really like misogyny aspect where I'm. No, like it's the, no. That's that's the like, core of his character. Yeah. Totally, Pu- it's like a purity in women. You want a purity, yeah. the perfect woman, mm-hmm. and this woman who is literally forgiving you for everything you've ever done, but because she's not perfect, you can't forgive it. It makes that really made me go. Even though he's never been a good character, he's a terrible human yeah. being. That element kind of. It, that really made me go yuck.
0: Yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs>
2: like, yeah. No, as yeah. though the murder didn't make me go yuck. Yeah,
0: because like- as a viewer, you you go like you found the perfect person, and you don't yeah. want it. Like the story, yeah, what the keep going like. The fuck? I just yeah. I was with you this whole time, and yeah. you went and mm-hmm. tried to get this person, and you got them, and yeah. now you don't like them anymore. Um Definitely is.
1: I think the the second series as well, because in the first series, uh, his love interest is um, a girl named Gwenne- Guinevere. Guinevere yeah. Beck. Yeah. Um, and then in the second, it's this girl named Love. Um. And I think Beck or whatever they called her in the first series yeah. was like way less sort of fleshed out, at least from memory. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. She was just sort of way more of like a, I don't know, shallow representation of a human being, mm-hmm. whereas Love is a much more sort of well-rounded yeah. or interesting character. And so... Which is I, I probably purposeful. I, I think Def- so. Yeah. Um, which makes like the I think Beck tension- was meant
2: to be this perfect, pure,
1: beautiful yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or just at least like boring. a little bit boring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. True, yeah. true. 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 Yeah. Um, whereas she love isn't that. Um, no. Which I f- like. Yeah. Which lends itself sort of to the I don't know disparity of like wanting to be in his corner and wanting to be in her corner and like. You know, in the th- third series, it seems like those are opposite corners more and more, mm-hmm. um, which is an interesting way to keep developing the idea. Because if you think about like how how many series can it go on with? It's just at the start of the series, there's a new girl that he pursues. He kills a bunch of people to get her, and then by the end of the series, like presumably, like he has to get rid of her or she goes in some way. Like you yeah. can't continue to do that. Never for, on a never-ending um, basis. Yeah. So yeah, thinking about ways to sort of level up the relationships is interesting. Yeah, it is.
0: In, I it also I also like how the third season does deal. I think they mention it's like what happens after happily ever after. What happens after boy and yeah. girl? Because so much of his life as a young man yeah. looking for love is about finding love and then he just has not thought about it or what happens after the fact yeah. which yeah. i think is a, relatable to a lot of people yeah. it definitely never comes up in movies like they he he, he has mm. a he has a romantic lead mindset mm. which means that he's just so focused on getting the girl and then the movie ends in his head. And yeah. He just is like, and then now he's like, I'm married. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, what do I do? Like, the with the, the chase is gone. Like, oh, this is this is what I always wanted, mm-hmm. and it's never. He has never thought past that point. I guess, like a dog chasing a car or something.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. Well, totally. the thing is, even if the thing, like, even if, unless the woman he falls in love with is like love, where because they are. That one and the same she'll forgive him mm. for his actions if the woman is a normal woman yeah. there's no way that he can ever actually have a real relationship with yeah. him because they would run and yeah. be disgusted and scream so he's yeah. complete but yeah. then he's completely like I mean it makes sense that he would completely sabotage himself because he's now in a situation where it could actually somehow work yeah. in it in some dysfunctional yeah. way yeah, and yeah. Yet even then he's like doesn't Definitely. want it but yeah. I also to go back to the attractiveness thing mm. I really feel like it wouldn't I don't think we'd be as on side with him if he wasn't.
0: Maybe not as, as on side, but I think there are plenty of movies, especially nowadays where the character is sort of... Ugly. Not ugly, <laughs> just like a normal, a normal, looking, normal guy, looking guy, at least for men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely... a. It, like nerd getting the ho- the girl is like mm. a very common trope. Maybe but then not being as a on serial se- killer though. Yeah, like, yeah, you're I right. You're right. There's the
2: whole Ted Bundy thing. Well, and I the was whole, yeah, and like I have literally a quote here. I won't read it out, but um about like the idea that. People, attractive people get lesser sentences statistically mm. and generally oh well, attractive jersever. privilege is real it's definitely but it's real. fully yeah. statistically real in terms yeah. of they generally get lower sentences and people are more forgiving of their actions assume better of them assume they're smarter more forgiving I've definitely harder. I don't want
0: to I've gotten away with that in my life genuinely Yeah
2: well so I think that with him because he and I think that's the point is that all yeah. of these people are so beautiful Yeah and he yeah. do you remember Penn Badgley after the first season came out with those tweets being like don't Stop. defend Joe, is <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bad yeah. man, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I was like, get what you're saying because 100% Joe's a terrible man. We don't we don't want to defend what Joe's doing, mm. obviously. But you're in this show as an attractive man and the whole thing is you're kind of set up to be in his mental dialogue. So what do you expect then people to kind yeah. of Take side away. with you? Yeah, him? yeah. Especially given our history with... Good looking serial killers yeah. like Ted Bundy, who actually were real people. Like,
1: I, I think, in general, like, no matter what, you usually side with the protagonist, especially in a totally. series. Yeah. Like, no matter, un- unless they're, I, mean, I can't even really think of an example. I'm sure there are plenty, but I can't think of an example where even though the protagonist isn't a good person, you don't side with them. This may be exclusive to men. I don't know, but I think uh, they're the examples. I think of like Don Draper, Tony Soprano, Soprano, like Walter Walter White. Exactly. The classic anti heroes. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to think of a female example. I don't. Maybe you know what Blair Waldorf isn't that likable. She's true, not like. True. and She, but it, I mean, she's beautiful, which helps her. Like, yeah. it's not like she's unattractive, but like, she's not a particularly likable person. Um, and it's just she sort of sits in that, and you really realm. root for her. You are, even though like, she does oh, terrible things. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: Do you think it's interesting how, as well, like they don't with this? We kind of touched on it earlier, but they haven't gone with like he's not a sociopath or a psychopath. Yeah. Like he seems to be able to connect mm. with emotions. Yeah. He's obviously got some kind of m- Well, the that's the relatability disorder.
0: part is that he's not... He isn't devoid of emotions. His emotions are... He just takes them to the, the worst yeah. degree. Mm. I'm sure everyone in life, again, back to the obstacle thing, is just like, I want an obstacle out of my way. Yeah. Mm. I want this person not to be here. And his solution to that very relatable problem is to kill people. Yeah. Which is like... <laughs> like that's probably why he the he's fun to watch. Yeah, why he gets away. He'll with go
2: it. to that. He'll go the full mile yeah. to get what he needs. Well, to it's do. it's
0: the same. Like he's a serial killer, yes. But if how many movies do you watch? Action movies, fantasy movies, mm. where the hero just kills like so hundreds totally. of people on the yeah, way so to yeah, their on yeah. the yeah. on the Taken, on the way, taken Yeah, <laughs> like
2: Taken is like then there's just no there's no what's the word. Um... Consequences. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, have you seen people Taken people Two though? Because <laughs> actually haven't. I the know.
0: consequences come back. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, that's right. Is <laughs> that yeah, true? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> the family that. of the people he killed in the first. That, is that what
1: happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh. Brian, which is his name.
1: <laughs> no, the worst okay, is, um, they do this in. That's a classic trope of video games as well. You spend the whole time killing people. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. just like you're shooting them. Like, it's yeah. not even, there's no disconnect. Like, it's yeah. literally you doing the action. You kill hundreds of random. What are they called? NPCs. NPCs. Mm-hmm. And shit like that. There was a video game that, um, do, do you ever play the last of us yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then the second one was all about like that revenge thing and it was the shittest thing ever to play yeah. it's like i don't give a fuck yeah <laughs> I like i don't care well like,
0: naughty naughty dog yeah. made last of us is good with that because they did it with uncharted as well where i love that, lo- oh, that i just game. like it
1: because i've hot mail
0: no well it's a it's a good uh, sorry to get off topic but it's <laughs> yeah. like a good story like it's just yeah. it, i would watch that movie not not the one coming out but the movie of the guy.
1: We'll talk about that offline. Um, (laughs) uh,
0: But they address it, how there's like a disc in it. He'll like Mm. kill a hundred guys in Mm. game and then out on a cutscene, he's like, I can't do it. (laughs) No, but that's, yeah, that's some
1: kind of what, I don't know what it feels like to be an audience member watching someone like Joe, I guess. It's like you just kind of yeah. accept that the NPCs are going to get killed. Yeah, they're the non-player but, characters. Yeah. They're, they're the options. That's officers. a great point. Um, I mean, has I think we
2: I mentioned it the other day. Have you guys watched um, Free Guy?
0: Yeah, yeah, I watched it Yeah, um, Yeah, yeah. If
2: anyone hasn't seen it, it's yeah. about an NPC in a game, basically like Grand Theft Auto, but mm-hmm. the NPC becomes like sentient, sentient. and like an AI, mm. which I thought I kind of was thinking it could be a bit shit, but I... Because yeah, it was, it was of all right. that, it was all right, that, it was all right. Of that, yeah. yeah. I quite liked it. But I feel like it was
0: kind of derivative, I feel like it was like Lego movie, Wreck <laughs> It Ralph. Like, ne- it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah, was yeah. Bad, though, yeah it was not bad though, but I
2: genuinely thought that, like, hearing from the NPC's point of view because of this reason, that it would be uninteresting because I'd be like, I don't give a fuck about the yeah. NPC, mm-hmm. which is kind of usually how I feel,
1: but anyway, yep. I thought no, that well, was Well, that cool.
0: it does. Do you want to move on to the real life Cyril kill the obsession with the obsession? Oh, yeah, I mean,
1: I mean talking about them and like thinking about our or obsession any, with...
0: anyone's other than Joe. Yeah. yeah,
1: true crime and like even characterized serial yeah. killers. I guess Ted Bundy has almost become a characterized serial yeah. killer, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think this is like the obsession
2: with you and even the way that we're talking about it, it's definitely symptomatic of, and why this show has gotten so big is symptomatic of the fact that culturally we're so obsessed with true mm. crime now and just obsessed with serial killers and f- well, their stories.
0: Even, even like Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees have... People who are so attracted to them, like genuinely—that's so crazy. It's crazy. I think it comes down to um they have a singular goal, yeah, um, and they <laughs> fucking and do it. Then they and dedicate themselves. So- yeah, and they—they're yes. co- quiet,
1: <laughs> yeah, hardworking. They're strong, yeah. hard-working. hardworking.
0: Michael Often Myers like is a bit
1: weathered, gruff, yeah. kind of yeah. like manly. Michael
0: Myers is in like a mechanic's unit mm. so he's working Doesn't class. Does he wear a mask? He wears a mask, yeah. and there's like a. But genuinely, it's like. <laughs> Same reason, I think that's a, a lot of, um, you know, murder serial mm. killer groupies. There is a catharsis and an, mm. a, an attraction to someone who has a goal. Do- like what's more powerful than like extinguishing no totally like, well, uh, just being willing to do that on yeah. like, i
1: mean i don't know about in like horror movies often they're just like not necessarily motivated to kill on behalf of someone i don't know mm. but like in in the context of you or like show dexter or those kind of shows i don't know why dexter does it actually um but those she sorts of that. shows um <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um i feel like you it's it's the ultimate sort of this is going to sound ridiculous Act of chivalry you know. or something <laughs> yeah. to like be like you know i'm i'm a woman with this issue and this man is willing to kill for me like it's so yeah. obviously in a real life context you would be disgusted and horrified yeah. by it but in practice it's like a protect yeah. protection thing i don't know in I the timeline
0: I, of human history it really wasn't that long ago where yeah, honestly I, my grand my grandma's grandma lived in a time where you would that just would kill happen. someone. I think yeah, if bad yeah, yeah. of dishonor. That Your was grandma's fine. grandma's yeah.
2: like, no, babe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no, that's true. Like in terms of like an, a kind of an honor system and mm. before we had big, you know, big institutions yeah. and, and uh, I'm losing my words, mm. but like the yeah. way that, out a bureaucracy where, a world. bureaucracy yeah. the way yeah. that like our political you
0: just system you're just like i'm gonna kill that man
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah well that's I what would happen eye, buddy, Is like yeah. somebody gets killed and your family be like well we've got to fucking kill their son now yeah. like yeah. that's mm-hmm. how yeah. things were dealt with in like yeah. a tribal small scale system yeah. yeah definitely so it's very true now we look at this as this reprehensible thing because it's so unnecessary yeah, yeah. but back then it was just like well that's just the yeah. way the cookie crumbles yeah, but yeah. um i just want to say why what dexter was motivated for. <laughs> because he, he is, a, I'm pretty sure, a psychopath. Or a yeah, sociopath. he ha- oh, He ha- okay, right. He generally he, has the
0: desire to kill. He
2: okay. had a thing when he was a kid. I remember there was this scene that where his he had, saw all these people die yeah. or something, and so his dad basically realized. Dad realized yeah. that he had this desire to kill. He was like, right. only kill bad guys. So oh, okay. he becomes so he a forensic. Guys. He beca- exactly okay. so, and I think it's the same with with uh, Joe from you mm. because you feel as though, because they're not just fucking killing people because they feel like it, they've got this specific reason that they're doing it. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a similar thing to being motivated by love, but with Dexter, yeah. he's like, well, I I only kill, I'm trying to control my urges and so I only kill evil yeah, people. Yeah. Right, like it's right, sort of, right. yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I don't know if we I don't know if we get, I'd, in fact, we definitely wouldn't get around it if it was like, genuinely just a serial killer who had absolutely no, no emotions no. and was just no killing also, whoever they felt like killing. If, <laughs> yeah
1: if there were other elements to it like it was like kidnapping women and sort of ta- terrifying them and torturing. I mean yeah. I guess yeah. he does put them in that cage thing. Um but he, but, he seems yeah. conflicting. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think it's the I think it's they will ne- uh,
0: they never cross the R word line yes, which I think that's would exactly. take him. that
1: would be I agree. Yeah. I was I don't gonna say it but I was like well people get upset if yeah. I say it but I agree. I think that's a big part yes. of it. Um,
2: and also, he goes after like Henderson, which yeah. I realized I was like, "God, he looks familiar." Yeah, Chris real, li- real life, real life comedian yeah. pedophile.
0: Yeah. <laughs> which I was
1: like, "Oh my god!" The yeah. fact that they're anyway. imitating art, art, literally. literally. Not art. has
0: played a pedophile in two shows. He was a pedophile in Workaholics and in. I mean. I mean, <laughs> if the shoe fits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Christ.
1: yeah. If the shoe no, fits. No, when ball. I realized, I was
2: like, "Oh my god, it is Chris That is. Yeah. Anyway, it's crazy. Um. Shou- no. Oh, oh, keep yeah. going. No, Sorry. I was just going to say, like, I think also the fact that he's going and killing people mm. who do reprehensible things as well, similar to Dexter, whatever. You don't have to be have to
0: be that kind of serial killer in real life, though, for people to get around you, though, for some yeah. reason. I think, I think totally. just this power, like the ultimate show of power in some people's minds mm. is killing. And a guy who just goes out and does that yeah. is that he <laughs> takes on this form of just just it's pure power. And there's, it's a power fantasy. Yeah.
1: Probably like a a part of, you know, people who are attracted or like people who actually really who really get entangled with these kind of guys, like mostly women, but I'm sure there are men as well mm. who do it. Um finding like some sort of specialness or something in the yeah. fact that they're the one they're not killing. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Definitely. Um, that, like yeah. Sort of like like they they can- love or, or all yeah. Yeah. the characters. Yeah. 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 Um anyway, should we... Let's let's move on. Okay. We're going to do our wrap-up segment with Ben. Yeah, uh, it's, ready called, it's called How Much Would I Have to Pay You? Love this. Um, and so, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was, I was going to explain it to Ben. Oh, I explain you, it to Ben. Yeah, We just
2: ask you how much we'd have to pay you to do something.
0: You you would be surprised how little money I would do. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling you're yeah. going to
2: be pretty... I, I thought the same. I'm <laughs> like willing is, to do a lot of
1: things. Yeah, yeah, Mine's yeah. always like $10 million. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. Okay, uh, should I go first? Yeah. Okay. How much would I have to pay you? Um,
0: So we're talking What's the lowest amount of
1: Like any? You can go from Whatever to whatever You can go nothing To like
0: mm, Billions There's no limits
1: Um, Okay How much would I have to pay you To do the worm Through Edinburgh Gardens On a 25 degree day The full length Up and down the path with a UE boom strapped to your back, playing Ben Lee's "Catch My Disease" on repeat. I just Think you'd do it normally? Yeah, I, think
0: he- <laughs> I don't physically know if I could. This is, it this a, is it actually hurts. This is a it universe yeah. where I know how to do the worm because I don't actually know how no, to do the worm. No, this is
1: you tomorrow. Oh, okay. would
0: you? Would I still get the money if I did it poorly? Because yeah, I actually yeah, not do it. Yeah, yeah,
1: but you have to be just like it would. It
0: would hurt. It would be painful. But you have I'd to be doing be, this it the just, whole length. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't care about the embarrassment. Mm. I wouldn't care um, the the actual physicality of it. I'd say. Three hundred dollars. Really? Yeah, that's not, not that much, much money for you. Like, that's it. Like, that's fine. Um, it's
1: why would, it's funny. I just wouldn't? I wouldn't, like. Okay, take it. Uh, yeah. That
0: it just. I just wouldn't care. Just yeah. Wouldn't care. Um. Wouldn't all take right. You that long.
2: To start drinking CCs and you can't drink anything else for the next year.
0: That's hard because CCs are the drink of the mentally deranged. <laughs> Of the sick, the sick, the sad, yeah, the unfortunate. Uh, I couldn't so, agree so more. So this is the only alcoholic drink or the only drink I get to drink? Uh, no only alcoholic,
2: alcoholic drink. You can have water
0: okay. and CCs. That's oh, it. I do that for free.
1: Oh, Bullshit. No, you wouldn't. You can't have anything else. No Easy. wine. You can't, can't I don't again. like wine. Beer?
0: Beer. I don't like beer that much. Vod- no. Spirits. The only reason I don't drink Canadian club is other than what I said. It's, yeah. just, it's, it's a bit expensive. Fine. Whatever.
1: But okay, the, the annoyance—like you, you don't want ten dollars for it. You go to a bar and you're like, "Oh, do you have Canadian clubs?" And they're like, "No." Oh, and so
0: can't. I can't yeah, drink can, anything. Yes, yeah. you can oh. only have
1: CCs.
2: And also, yeah, like the effort of having to like, anytime you want to go get a drink, you can't just like pick what you want. It has to be CCs or nothing. Oh yeah,
0: I, I don't. I, I, in my head, for some reason, the CCs were free to me, but no, they would not. No, no. so no, you're to cover the, the cost of the fr- of yeah. the CCs, make it a uh, give me what three grand
1: surely some money to make bar it worthwhile. So much love. I know.
0: <laughs> I'm doing. I just don't. Uh, I'm willing but to do a is lot yeah. of things. so
2: annoying. Not really for else. me.
0: I'm not. I'm not in t- I'm not a big like alcohol taste kind of guy. I'm yeah, more, yeah. More, okay. I, I like Fair the chemical. On. Yeah, but
1: they don't sell CCs everywhere. Um, I, sell I won't lay a lot, this lot point. of places. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> go, um, <you> okay. <laughs> next one. Uh, so how much would I have to pay you to any time someone mentioned a song, either the title or like lyrics? you sing it back to them, but you sing like four lines too many. So for example, if someone said, oh, I love that song, Someone Like You, instead of you going, oh, never mind, I'll find someone like you, you would go like the full chorus, like up until sometimes it lasts in love. I almost do, th- I dead. do this
0: anyway. <laughs> no, we're talking like, like eight full,
1: full lines. Like- you know when somebody's like, oh, yeah.
2: oh, oh and they haven't stopped. Yeah. yeah that's well, so just I. About- this is
0: just, uh, again, probably two grand. Just because it's t- wasting a lot of time.
1: So much fun. <laughs> and It's also kind of embarrassing. Like, imagine if uh, just like no you in a no job interview. I don't think uh, why would they bring up that song? Oh, <laughs> well, you just kind of <laughs> of, not that song specifically? Any song? Any song lyric? Like, it's just like they're like, oh yeah, I love that song on the radio. You sing the chorus. Fine. Not the hook, like not the line, but the chorus. Which song? Any song.
0: I I'd be fine with it. Okay. Yeah, three grand, even less maybe. I don't, I really don't have, this is, this is that, this, this is, is a women's game. Yeah, this is, this yeah, is you guys have game. shame. Um, this, yeah, this is what we're talking about. It's attractive privilege. Like I, I would get away with any of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I would. It's literally true. Murder, singing, yeah. it's anything. Know, singing, yeah, the two list. worst crimes. Yeah. Okay,
2: true. Uh, to com- so how much would I have to pay you to completely change your TikTok persona to be about political education? So in every TikTok, you just have to be teaching people oh about God. different... This is like, probably the poli-
0: most difficult I thought so because <laughs> <laughs> it's so boring. Talking about different
2: political systems, you can't make it funny. It's not funny. If you literally change your whole brand. The whole thing is about, I'm teaching about politics and each video... For like, the
0: rest of my life?
2: Rest of your life. And you have to be like, it'll be like when a video will be like, um, how capitalism really works and you're talking through it with like, you have to do graphics and stuff. Mm. Um, has to be completely sincere. And again, you have to do it forever. And
0: you're not I allowed to make. I can't, delete, can't, I can't delete
2: TikTok. No, and you cannot create like a new Slimes New Roman account. This
0: it's is the like, hardest one because I hate, I hate doing anything sincerely, and I mm. also do not like. It's I hate reading my comments. Uh, right now, I hate them. Let alone if I start doing mm. political content. Mm-hmm. Give me. <laughs> I would say two thousand dollars <laughs> again, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, gotta be like a mill. The for the rest of my life, that's so annoying. Oh, it's I oh, hate so it. also like yeah. it'd be quite a lot of
2: effort. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Kind of like, like that's just irritating. Your content yeah. now is like, Oh my car's getting towed, but if my yeah. phone up and yeah. start recording, yeah. 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 whereas like which requires yeah. it requires thought, no the beauty the,
0: the beauty of my TikTok is the lack of effort. Yeah. That's yeah. what I lack like of
2: Whereas, you know, creating political education content is they're, that's not too much
0: Thought like they were so drinking cc's honestly <laughs> you yeah. drinking cc's <laughs> yeah. talking about different styles of um
1: democracy all right um, i think we're cool. done yeah we are done yeah. thank thanks you thanks for very having much, me guys ben. this
0: was amazing thank you so much Namaste. one of the best
1: experiences of my life yeah for sure
0: that's sad <laughs>
2: uh so before we turn the thing off uh yeah. please follow us on instagram yeah. subscribe to our youtube channel comment on our youtube video whatever the fuck you want um follow us on spotify review us on apple Podcasts. if you listen this far into the episode please comment on our instagram i love slimes new
0: roman can i do my plugs mm-hmm. follow me on tiktok slimes underscore new sun underscore roman same thing on instagram shout me out um you're gonna love my content if you loved what i did here it's <laughs> Nothing like it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. This Sorry, I should have plugged you. Can yeah. you please
2: also comment how much you love Ben?
1: Oh, wait, that's what I you already, already said, said. That
0: you did that. Yeah, I'm
2: gonna shut the
0: fuck up. Cool.
1: All right, Bye. thanks, everybody.
0: Bye. Thanks. Bye.